You really can get into that last song and rock and roll all day. It's really boss, man. Deep Purple, keeping it all hushed up. As Grace Kelly put it, Hollywood amuses me, holier than thou for the public, and unholier than the devil in reality. It entices with its promise of stardom and fame, where everything is distorted by the importance people give to money, and oftentimes crushes dreams faster than Dorothy traveling from Kansas to the Wizard of Oz. Ah, Hollywood. We snort your illusions and can never get enough. You make us addicts with your big stars, bigger productions, and your salacious scandals. Mmm, so scandalous. Ugh, Tinseltown. I want to talk about your little secret. About your little procedure that has fooled us for years. You know what I'm talking about. Don't you, Hollywood? As Madonna put it, everybody comes to Hollywood. They want to make it in the neighborhood. They like the smell of it in Hollywood. How could it hurt you? When it looks so good. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome, my love buckets, to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. How's it going? How are the volatile energies treating you? How's Mercury Retrograde going for you? Let me tell you, this week has been a rough week. There's been a lot of stuff going on. I've been all over the place, very scattered energy. Um, whew, I don't even know where to begin. And let me tell you, Mercury is really fucking up. And I'm, yes, I have dropped the first F-bomb, is really fucking up with my technology. That's all I have to say. I am having issues, <laughs> like just recording this episode. But somehow, somehow, it's going to get done. I am actually recording this on a Friday. The question is, will I be able to drop this episode today, Friday, or tomorrow? Who knows? I can't really make plans. I don't make plans anymore because there's no point. With all that being said, I hope you're ready for episode 49. One episode away from 50. I cannot believe it. Holy shit. Whew, I'm dropping the FNS bombs. Watch out. I feel like I should drop a warning right here for all those who have just tuned in to Beauty Unlocked. Welcome, friends. Just to let you know that I do swear I have a sailor's mouth. I've tried. I've tried. I've seriously tried, but I just cannot stop using filthy language sometimes. So if your ears burn at such language, the overuse of F-bombs, C-bombs, S-bombs, and all that jazz then I think it's best that you just not listen to any of the episodes of Beauty Unlocked because <laughs> I, um, I have a potty mouth. 
Many of you might believe that I should wash my mouth out with soap or deserve a spanking, to which I would reply, There's nothing wrong with a good spanking, as long as it is consensual, because we are all about consent. To all of those that don't mind my colorful vocabulary, I hope you're ready for this juicy episode because I am ready to jump right in. So today we're going to talk about Hollywood, Tinseltown. Since its inception over 100 years ago, actually a bit more, Hollywood, or should I say Hollywood Land, was run by a select few studios and studio heads, and they made sure to keep secrets. They sold lies, bribed the LAPD to turn a blind eye to their actors' antics, and they made sure that everyone fell in line. If you didn't, the saying you'll never work a day in your life was not a joke. But we're not going to talk about the golden age of Hollywood. I mean, I could go on about the golden age of Hollywood because I was absolutely obsessed with Hollywood at a certain point in the sense of the movies and the history of Hollywood and everything, everything from the behind the scenes. I was just obsessed. Um, But that's for another episode. Who knows? Maybe a bonus episode. We never know. Maybe it's going to be October specials. Maybe our December Creepmas episodes will be based on the golden age of Hollywood. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Let's just like make it through this Mercury retrograde first. <laughs> it shouldn't surprise us that Hollywood has always carefully guarded its vanity magic tricks. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Long gone are the days of losing 65 pounds for a role. I mean, come on now. Until recently, vain actors were limited to makeup, flattering lighting, corsets, plastic surgery, Botox, crash diets, personal trainers, steroids, muscle suits, color grading, lenses and filters, body doubles and spray on abs. I, wow, did that in one breath. But now, now friends, guess what? They have software. With just one click, zits vanish, wrinkles disappear, abs harden, jawlines sharpen, and cellulite vanishes. Oh my. As Oscar Levant cleverly put it, behind the phony tinsel of Hollywood lies the real tinsel. Oh, Oscar, yes, you are quite right. So I'll be citing three articles. Um, one is from Vulture.com, and it was written by Logan Hill back in March 2016. The other one is from um, Mashable.com, and it was written back um, in December 2014, and that was written by Josh Dickey. And the third article um, I found on BusinessInsider.com, and it was written um, in April 2016. And the BusinessInsider.com article was written by Jethro Nedidog. So I'm going to do a lot of back and forth. I'm going to try to keep up myself. But the BusinessInsider.com, that article written by Jethro, um, mentions the other two from Vulture and Mashable. So, you know, bear with me. And we're also going to look at a fourth article um, really quickly. And we're going to look at the actress who refuses to have any digital work done on her. So that's quite interesting. That's how I actually found the other three. I fell on that article, the fourth article, and then I just fell on this. It was just, oh my goodness. It was just, I, I just didn't even know that this existed. But you learn something every day, right? If you've ever wondered how your favorite star can look forever resistant to age, well, it turns out there's some technique behind it. That actor may be getting digitally retouched. Yes, they get digitally retouched. It's called beauty work. 
It's a digital procedure of sorts, in which a handful of skilled artists use highly specialized software in the final stages of post-production to slim, de-age, and enhance actors' faces and bodies. This is the version of on-screen stars that we, the audience, see. And if this comes as any surprise, it's because the first rule of beauty work is don't talk about beauty work. Under strict non-disclosure agreements, Hollywood A-listers have been quietly slipping in and out of a few bland office buildings around town, many to sit in on-day-long retouching sessions, directing the artist to make every frame suitable. At one such facility, young, fit-up and com- fit up and comers disrobe for a handheld scanner that captures every pore and hair follicle, creating a template for future beauty work that, as a result, will appear all the more natural. As Photoshop is to magazine photography, digital beauty has become to celebrities in motion, a potent blend of makeup, plastic surgery, muscle sculpting, hair restoration, dental work, and dermatology. Even the most flawless in real life human specimens are going under the digital knife. Because they can. Because in this age of ultra-high definition, they have to. In some cases, it's for pure vanity. In others, it's because the film requires it. When a 24-year-old actress is tasked with playing a 17-year-old young adult heroine, digital beauty becomes more like digital typecasting. This worries me. Uh, This is worrisome. Quite worrisome. Nobody looks like what you see on TV and in the movies. Everybody is altered. And this is what Klaus Hansen, a beauty work pioneer who plies his trade at Method Studios, says. And it's one of the handful of shops in Los Angeles that specialize in video retouching. So after years of silence, Henson agreed to speak with Mashable about his craft, saying he wants young people who idolize movie, TV, and music stars to know that what they see is smoke and mirrors. The thing is that even though it is smoke and mirrors, what we're seeing, um, people still believe in it. They believe that they're the A-list pop stars or movie stars or whatever kind of stars have no cellulite, have no stretch marks, have no tummies, have no whatever. And that puts pressure on them. I'm not saying everyone, of course, um, but many people out there and also in social media. I mean, we already know. We've spoken about this before. So the article continues by saying the path to Henson's openness, however, was long and littered with unanswered phone calls, stonewalling and refusals to comment for this story. Though a few insiders acknowledged it, the star's celebrities would be horrified. Is a direct quote from one email rejection. Nobody wanted to talk on the record. But like all of Hollywood's vanity magic tricks before it, the secret of digital beauty eventually sprung a leak. The industry leader in beauty work is Lola Visual Effects, the company that aged Brad Pitt up and down in Benjamin Button and wimpified Chris Evans in Captain America. Citing the sensitive nature of its clients, Lola declined interview requests, but co-founder Edson Williams explained in the book Masters of FX that a love scene may not have the same impact if the stars have deep eye bags, rough skin, and puffy cheeks. My specialty is invisible cosmetic effects. If you leave the theater thinking your favorite actor has perfect skin and no body fat, then I did my job. Well, thank you so much for ingraining insecurities deep within us. In 2015, that was, by by the way, that was just me, sorry. In 2015, Lola worked on 14 films, including The Big Short, Joy, and Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. Until 2003, Williams digitized pop stars with that blurred grain that gives you that porcelain perfect skin, 
Britney Spears look, he told FX Guide. Then a studio called that wanted to add a six-pack to its aging action star. He co-founded Lola three months later with a business model based on Blockbuster's budgets. So at first, Lola struggled to get faces right, but then achieved an industry breakthrough by hiring an actual plastic surgeon and adapting his techniques. Today, Lola might begin with a digital dermabrasion, removing any age spots or or imperfects, or you mean imperfections, then reduce eye bags, use a mesh wrap technique to tighten sagging skin or bulging flab, and perform a digital facelift to trim jowls and areas like earlobes and noses that grow larger with age, while meticulously relighting every pixel. My goodness. Throughout the industry, such work is completely routine, says veteran visual effects supervisor Jim Ryder. I've done beauty retouching on women who are practically supermodels, but because they've got an extra few ounces. What? (laughs) I can't. What am I? What? (sighs) Please tell me that I'm not the only one whose eyes are bulging right now in disbelief. Because I just, I, I, I... am speechless because someone has gained a few ounces so one ounce is 28.35 grams i know this because i used to have a natural skincare line that i used to make so i had to always convert ounces into grams it doesn't matter anyway 28.35 grams imagine that just because you've gained a, a few ounces it's like the end of the world oh wow wow that's vanity At its finest, I guess, but I mean, it's vanity at its worst. At its worst. On with the article. Often, technicians will simply stretch actors' bodies vertically to make them appear leaner. There was one actress where we had a 95% squeeze to make her thinner, where it's barely noticeable, says Oscar-nominated editor editor Joe Walker. The 95% trick works, but I feel immoral doing it, yet... Do you continue to do it, Joe? Do you? I have that. I, I just want to know. Do you? Effects can fix bad wigs or work like Clearasil. Maybe that unsightly zit on their chin becomes a distraction, says Deborah Snyder, producer of Batman vs. Uh, Superman, and the audience is looking at it instead of focusing on the intention of the scene. On teen shows like Glee, there was a pimple pass on most episodes, says one director. Fuck my life. <laughs> My life. Beauty work is budgeted into most shows and films and is considered such a priority that several industry sources say that they often cut other expenses to afford it. In the same way a magazine might use a star's favorite hair and makeup team as a courtesy, producers sometimes negotiate a touch-up budget or promise to hire a preferred digital cosmetician. But for a top actress, it's usually uh, non-contractual with us so that the document never gets out, says one prominent entertainment attorney. It's in everyone's best interest that she not look haggard and that her jowls don't look too old or whatever. Or whatever. Hmm. A studio executive says that one of his biggest films, an A-list actress declined digital touch-ups until she saw that they'd retouched her male co-stars. In the end, he says, we did 270 touch-ups on her. The aging, once a groundbreaking special effect in Benjamin Button, is not so special anymore. In Netflix's Pee-wee's Big Holiday, 63-year-old Paul Rubens picks up right where he left off in 1990, thanks to Vitality Visual FX, a firm started by two Lola founders. 
Rubens told the New York Times, I could have had a facelift and we would have saved two million. Okay, so I, you know, two million. Do you know what you could do with two million dollars? Do you? No, well, you decided to, I don't know. I mean, you decided to do that, basically. I just, I cannot, I can't. Mm. When stars look like they've had work done, it's often hard to tell if that work is surgical, cosmetic, or digital. It doesn't really matter, though, does it? Because they've had work done. Uh, so firms present three options to a director, low, medium, or high retouching. Walker, who describes these options as slightly retouched, quite retouched, or full-on taxidermy. <laughs> it's <too far. laughs> so sorry about that. <clears throat> so, or full-on taxidermy, usually picks low or medium. After that, they start to look like those girls dressed up in Texan parades. Okay, are you passing judgment on those girls that are dressed up in Texan parades? Be are you? Are you being judgmental? Because I have a lot to fucking say at this point. Full-on taxidermy, for fuck's sakes, you have no shame. <laughs> I'm having quite a few problems with this episode, but that's okay. I'm so sorry that I keep bursting out laughing, but I just, I cannot take things seriously anymore because I am gobsmacked. I am absolutely horrified by the shit that I'm reading. What the hell? Seriously. Tax, full-on taxidermy? <laughs> really now? Well, that's one, that's one for the books. Ironically, digital effects companies like Lola are now busy undoing actual plastic surgery on actors whose faces are pulled too tight. Lola's Williams has said, They'll come in with too much Botox. There's no movement in their brows. There's been a few projects where we've had to animate the brow to give the performance it should be giving. That's because there's... You know what? You're... Are you actually surprised that they're getting too much Botox done because they're so under pressure to practically not have any facial expressions? Are you surprised that they're getting too much Botox? Because I'm not surprised. But these tools aren't limited to eyebrows. We can easily enhance muscles, says Sorelli. Effects artists can add bulk, definition, and throbbing veins. <laughs> being such a... a being such a child at this point, but it actually reminds me of a conversation I had recently about something, another appendage that was throbbing. <laughs> Can we use another word apart from throbbing veins? Oh my goodness. It's even easier to transpose a star's face onto a stunt double's body, especially if the stunt is too difficult. Our hope is that you watched The Walk and believed that Joseph Gordon-Levitt learned to juggle five clubs while balancing on a slack line, uh, VFX supervisor Aidan Fraser told Cena FX. Those shots were digital face replacements. Face replacement and augmentation techniques can allow an actor to play literally anything without uncomfortable makeup or costumes. In films like The Avengers, says actor Paul Bettany, the suit I wear is a muscle suit. Whether they, they're drawing it on after the fact or I'm wearing it, and frankly, I'd rather them draw it. A physical suit is fucking cumbersome. Wow. Occasionally, actors' heads are even pasted back onto CG models of their own bodies, as one star, uh, one star was when he returned for reshoots of his big-budget action film a year later. He was very happy to have a digital scan of his body for this movie, says a producer, who asks to be identified only as the friend of an international sex symbol. Because he went through an intensive and pretty joyless diet and training regimen for six months before shooting. 
Rather than hitting the gym yet again, the actor taped fresh footage of his face that was matched with animations of his body at its peak hotness. Fuck off. <clears throat> Just fuck off. Producers can also use effects to save precious shoot days instead of waiting for an actor to get ripped, gain weight, recover from an injury, learn a skill, or deliver a baby. Instead of forcing star Jack O'Connell to starve himself completely in Angelina Jolie's Prisoner of War biopic, Unbroken, Lola finished the job with digital emaciation. Instead of waiting out Clara Dane's pregnancy, the producers of Homeland would paste the torso of a skinny double onto hers. Okay, can we all go back to watching these movies and just say, well, that's digital emaciation or that's what was the other one? Um, uh, Digital face replacements. Like, I, I just I'm absolutely I don't know about you, but I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. And um I'm using a lot of filthy language. So sorry. So what kind of work is being done? This is how Mashable.com puts it. Alteration à la carte. Hips are narrowed. Calves slimmed. Turkey necks tucked. Pores are tightened. Eye bags reduced. Often entire hangovers are erased. Hair is thickened. Teeth whitened. Underarm skin is dejiggled. Belly fat obliterated. Abs raised. The list of enhancements can be as long as any given actor's complaints or studio's expectations regarding his or her appearance, and the consensus is that the men are getting as much work done as the women, probably more. If you've walked out of a movie theater lately, uh, well, not recently, no, not, no, actually, because, well, hello, coronavirus, and remarked, she looked great in that striptease scene, or wow, did you see his abs in that shot? There's high probability they had more going on than just the badass personal trainer and a strict chicken and broccoli diet you heard about on the late night shows. But artificial beauty is as old as the moving image, and the lore runs deep. Rita Hayworth's career took off after a studio executive suggested a pioneering but painful method called electrolysis to raise her ethnic hairline. The fuck? I mean, I knew this, but okay. Marlena Dietrich gave herself a facelift of sorts by pulling her hair and skin back with pins and tape. Marilyn Monroe essentially invented lip gloss and sewed buttons into her bras for a pert nipple effect. In all honesty, that's child's play compared to what the hell is being done today. But uh, all right. Okay. I mean, you work with what you have, right? Uh, technological or technologically or tech. Yeah. Technologically wise. <laughs> I can't. Sorry. All were done at a time when lighting and soft glow of standard definition were there to wash out the tiny imperfections that make us look human. As 4K high definition standards hit cinemas and TV, those tiny imperfections can be glaring. They're human. What imperfections? What the hell are we talking about here? Despite the harsh glare of HD, a number of younger actors such as Kiara Knightley and Lena Dunham have gone out of their way to pose without makeup or retouching. It's their way of protesting what they consider to be excessive beauty standards, something that this technology facilitates. Henson said he's been in many sessions with actors who point out features they don't like, from little things like flyaway hairs to folds of skin under the arm to complete dissatisfaction with the entire body, in which case we have taken actresses' faces and put them on more muscular bodies. That happens all the time. They look at it like, this is an image that we need to make more appealing, he said. It's an industry like anything else, and people should want to look amazing. An industry built on illusion. Lies. So many lies. 
And here we are comparing ourselves to these A-list actors, these influencers on social media and photoshopped images on magazines, and we feel so shitty about ourselves, about our physical selves. Wow, that's the industry. Thank you so much, industry. On Vulture.com, it says, Retouched, impossibly enhanced bodies are creating unrealistic new body image standards, and the effects are so sophisticated and invisible that most audiences aren't aware of how much they've been manipulated. I'm hoping to whoever listens or will listen eventually to this episode of Beauty Unlocked will realize that nothing appe- is, uh, appears as it seems. Take things with a grain of salt because everything is made to look picture perfect but in reality there is no such thing as perfection nobody has the perfect life nobody has the perfect body we are just beings having this human experience and unfortunately it's all been manipulated but okay going back to the article For the next generation of teenagers, it's going to be hard not to hate yourself a lot more physically because what we mirror to them is so godlike. So, and this is what Refn says, who says he retouches people sparingly in part because he thinks it's alienating. If you look at the greatest movie stars, we identify much more with imperfections than perfection. I still don't understand what perfection we're fucking talking about here because it's somebody else's idea of what perfection is and they're force feeding it to us and we think that this is perfection. But in reality, we have no clue what the fuck perfection is because it's a lie sold to us. There's no such thing as perfection. All right. My blood is boiling at this point. So I'm going to stop with those three articles that I mentioned, and I'm going to post them up onto the Facebook page. Um, So if you're interested in reading, because they're quite long articles, if you're interested in reading everything (laughs) in these articles, you can. I'll be posting them up on the Facebook page, Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. Um, But I wanted to actually mention the article that started all of this and it's the article about the actress who does not want to get actually I shouldn't say actress because it's actor but um that doesn't want to be digitally touched whatsoever or retouched I should say so this article I found on glamourmagazine.co.uk and it's an article about Kate Winslet um so I've had a crush on Kate Winslet since I saw her in Heavenly Creatures um Directed by Peter Jackson, but that's besides the point. Kate Winslet rejected a director's sexist attempt to airbrush her bulgy bit of belly from a sex scene in Mayor of Easttown. I've never seen this, um, Mayor of Easttown. All right, so here we go. It was written, this article was written um, this year, June, 1st of June, 2021, by Ali P- uh, Pantoni. So Kate Winslet has revealed that she rejected attempts to airbrush her body during a sex scene in the new hit drama Mayor of Easttown. Speaking to the New York Times about the show in which Kate plays Detective Marianne Mayer Sheehan, investigating a murder in her small Pennsylvania hometown, she revealed that the director, Craig Zobel, assured her he would airbrush a bulgy bit of belly in her sex scene with love interest Richard, played by Guy Pierce. Don't you dare, was Kate's response. I love Guy Pierce, especially when I saw him in... Oh, I forgot the movie. Ah, oh, something Priscilla. 
uh, Queen of the Desert, I think it was. Absolutely love that movie when it came out, I think back in 1995, I think, 96. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, love Guy Pierce. Also in LA Confidential, loved him there. On with the article. So Kate also shared that she rejected the show's promotional posters twice because they were too retouched. She said, they were like, Kate, really, you can't. And I'm like, guys, I know how many lines I have by the side of my eye. Please put them all back. Kate continued, listen, I hope that in playing Mara as a middle-aged woman, I will be 46 in October, I guess that's why people have connected with this character in the way that they have done because they um, are clearly no filters. She's a fully functioning, flawed woman with a body and a face that moves in a way that is synonymous with her age and her life and where she comes from. I think we're starved of that a bit. Speaking about the pressures of filtered images on social media, the Oscar-winning actress added, What worries me is that faces are beautiful. Faces that change, that move, are beautiful faces, but we've stopped learning how to love those faces because we keep covering them up with filters now because of social media, and anyone can Photoshop themselves and airbrush themselves, and so they do. In general, I would say I feel for this generation because I don't see it stopping. I don't see or feel it changing. And that just makes me sad because I hope that they aren't missing out on being present in real life and not reaching for unattainable ideals. The article continues by saying, It isn't the first time Kate has taken a stand against the industry's unrealistic portrayal and sexist expectations. Uh, expectations, sorry, of women's appearances. In 2015, she ensured that her contract with cosmetic giant L'Oreal stated that her photos couldn't be retouched. Ahead of her Lancome advert, she fought a new clause demanding that her image be free of any additional editing. Keep fighting the good fight, Kate Winslet. We see you. Yes, we do. And we appreciate you. And you are so effing talented. Seriously. All right, it's been... A while since I've done like such a not long episode. I mean, my older episodes used to be like 40 minutes long, but this is it's been quite some time since I've like released an episode that's about 30 minutes long. But I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me tell you something. I seriously had no clue that this was being done. Yes, I knew about the Photoshop. Yes, I know about like the apps that, you know, you can use and, and whatnot. But I had no clue that they were digitally doing this on TV shows and movies. So it just goes to show you, seriously, really nothing is as it seems. And um, wow, I'm uh, I really did think, oh, you know, like, of course, like if you have a personal trainer and chef and this and that and and whatnot, then uh, and your life is pretty much dedicated to just this, then of course you're going to have a certain whatever kind of body type, you know, and, and whatnot. And then I'm just like, oh, these motherfuckers. OK, you're getting di digitally retouched. Uh, and you're getting your hashtag beauty work done on you. <laughs> I'm just like, you, what the fuck? Um, but in all honesty, I mean, listen, people that uh, are in the entertainment industry, it's a whole different kind of pressure to always look like, I don't know, you're 20-something. I have no clue. So I, the amount of pressure on people that are within this this industry is, um, is monumental. And honestly, I my heart sometimes like breaks for them because, mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, no, 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 no. 
Oh, I can't. I'm not going to even go into like, I went throughout this whole episode into like mini rants and raves, but I really do hope that uh, this was quite the eye-opening episode for you. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. You can send me um, an email at beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out on the Facebook uh, page or on Instagram where I am very active (laughs) um and that's beauty underscore unlocked underscore podcast and with all that being said i hope you have a lovely weekend i'm releasing this on a saturday (laughs) but i do hope you have a lovely safe and blessed weekend and you will hear from me hopefully next friday i'm i'm pushing for next friday but i can't promise with mercury going haywire especially when it comes to electronic devices but have a beautiful safe blessed weekend and you'll hear from me next week i hope bye Make it clap, 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 Make it clap, 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 Make it clap, 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 cl